off, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick living for these real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Feel sick, no placebo. Now that real shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, oh bees from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change. So I'ma stay rich in this good y'all claim. Ever rich in the cut, it's a wrap. Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no cap. What is good, everybody? We are back on another lovely day. It is the Forever Rich Podcast coming to you live, not really live, pre-recorded for you guys. How y'all doing this week? It's your boy, A.B. Guapo, and as always, King Domino. Tell the people how you feeling this week, man. I'm feeling real good this week. This week was a real blast. Um, it was Mars' birthday. My baby hit the, the big 2-0. Or the, the two, not the two. Uh, not yet. That's far away down the road. Um, so we had a party this weekend. It was lit. Um, thank everybody for coming out that came out. Uh, thanks for those that uh, sent their love and support, you know, uh, birthday presents via mail or Amazon. Um, yeah, it was really good, man. Had, had the family down, um, spent time with the whole family. So it was really good. And then... Um, yeah, <clears throat> Amar's got a, a G-Wagon. I know how to get my baby a G-Wagon for her birthday. And then, um, you know, set that, that pre-existent for the Sweet 16. And then um, mm, lost the train of thought. Yeah, everything was good. Really good. It was a you, it was you one been of smoking those, this morning? Nah, bro. But no, it was just okay. one of those days that where you uh you sit back and re- and and contemplate and be like, damn, this was was actually a really good weekend. I don't know. There was no family drama. Everybody had a good time. It was just like you know he's still soaking it in because it was just such a good week. So yeah. Good. Well, that's always good to hear. And uh, happy birthday tomorrow. You know, she's taking after her uncle. You know, driving Benz's already. Okay, I like that. I like that. Hopefully, hopefully she don't fuck up her shit. Almost, you know, drown her shit off roading and shit like somebody I know. <laughs> the Benz does not do those things anymore. You know, it's it was not acquired. You know, I got a Jeep for that now. I got a Jeep for that. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, got my Gator boots in the back of the Jeep. You know, and an alligator just ready. You know, that's the Florida code. You gotta have your Gator boots and an alligator on you at all times. It's kind of like Texas, you know, where you. Well, you guys have to, you know, have a truck with with a gun in it. You know, Florida, you got to have a, a truck, a Jeep with a, with an alligator in the, in the sidecar. She didn't know that. That's in the law. But uh, I had a I had a good week. Uh, went out to the little cigar social thing. I smoked a cigar for the first time. It was a uh, was an interesting experience. Oh, so uh, you out here smoking? Yeah, you know, I was just, you know, I I felt like. I wanted to try it. I gone to the cigar thing a couple of times now, and I I never smoked. I just would just chill. So I would be like, hmm, you know. So I was like talking to one of my coworkers, and I was like, yeah, man, you know what? I'm gonna try one. So they had a they had I bought three with to I bought three. I'm gonna smoke one on my birthday. It's so they had a Hennessy one, a Crown one, 
and then they had like some champagne ones. So I, I bought all three of those, and one of those will be for my birthday. I just haven't decided which one yet. And uh, but yeah, it was cool. You know, it's like they get you buzzed, though. I, I will say that I see why people smoke them. They get you buzzed, but uh, I don't you know if the you Go can't ahead. smoke them like a like a black mile or anything like you know yeah. like black miles you could be like taking you could hit it hard and you just be like fine you take a you take a huge hit off a cigar you lightheaded for like seven days you like oh <laughs> fuck bro I'm still lightheaded this morning low key I'm not see look I'm telling you bro yeah it was it was I accidentally cigars. inhaled I accidentally yeah. inhaled on the first one he's like don't inhale he told me to they like, don't inhale it don't inhale it. I was like I got you I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coughed up the lung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I see. But it was cool though, you know. The vibes is cool, and, you know. Maybe one of the times you guys come, maybe we'll, they'll be having it, so you guys can can uh, attend the cigar social. It's a it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. Oh, but I other than that, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I finally broke out the the off whites. Yeah, I saw in the snap. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that they they were held up after all these years. Perfect conditions. Hmm. That's impressive. I will say they're not the most comfortable shoe. They're, I mean, you got. I, I might. I may still need to break break them in, them in a little bit. Yeah, those ones. Like you normally, ones don't really have an issue with you know comfort because it's basically just it's not like a an eleven or like a, you know one of those weird shaped shoes to where it like hurts the fuck out of your feet but yeah it was a little there was some moments i was like god damn but mm. yeah finally broke them out from my baby's birthday that's what it took it, it took mars turning two to break them out after how long did those shoes come out six years probably it's been like six or seven years took them took mars turning two okay well, that's great. A special occasion. You can't hmm. just throw out some off. There's been many a special occasion, dog. Many a special occasions. But I'm Name glad you one. finally got the one. Name we was one. In, we was in Bourbon Street, New Orleans. We was Nigga, in those would have got dirty as hell. It was snowing in Chicago. Uh, let's see what else. Atlanta. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> but even then, we was in a, the baby was in a shower. Hood. The we, baby we shower. The nah, when the, I came, off whites. The off whites didn't fit the the color scheme for the party. Uh, Chicago or Atlanta, you might have got me, but we was in the hood. We could, I, my shit could have got robbed. Could have got ganked. I don't think so, bro. We wasn't in the hood. We was in a decent area. The Airbnb was in like a nicer area of Atlanta. Anyways, whatever. But we have a good show for you guys. Anyways, this week, uh, we have an interesting topic that we want to talk about. Uh. If you guys are following in the sports world, the uh, Phoenix Suns have finally finished their investigation, or the NBA has finally finished their uh, internal investigation after 18 months. Notice the difference, though, there between how long the NFL and the NBA take to do their investigations and get the evidence and whatever. Uh, But after their 18-month investigation on the Phoenix Suns, they have finally, on the owner, uh, Robert Saver, who's been the owner of the Phoenix Suns for shit, uh, probably 20, 30 years now, uh, it's finally finished, and the NBA has decided to suspend him for a year and a $10 million fine after many, 
many, many um, different allegations of racism, sexism, um, misogynistic comments throughout the workplace over 18 year span. Um, unbelievable amount of time uh, to have something like that going on and not do anything about it until 2022. But uh, it's a very it's a very tedious topic, and we definitely want to talk about that today. So that's what we're gonna do. Uh, first, we'll give you a little backstory on what's going on if you guys aren't familiar. Uh, but so the Phoenix Suns owner uh, was under allegations of uh, basically being racist, um, sexist, and a whole bunch of other things. And the NBA launched an investigation uh, probably back in 2020 um, to investigate these claims. They had an independent uh, legal team go and uh, do the investigation. Yeah, do the investigation. Sorry, lost my train of thought. Uh, do the investigation, and there was. I really think you've been smoking today, because you know you try to get on me. And you've been, you've been airheaded a little bit too much. Uh, it's the cigar. It's the cigar. No uh, the cigar. So after the investigation was finished, uh, they had many different allegations. Uh, here's I'll read one from this excerpt from CNN. Part of the founding's found Saver had on at least five occasions during his tenure with the Sun slash Mercury organization repeated the N-word when he reaccounted the uh, statements of others. He also engaged in instances of uh, inequality, conduct towards female employees, made many sex-related comments in the workplace, made inappropriate comments about physical appearance of female employees and other women, and on several occasions engaged in inappropriate physical conduct towards male employees as well. Uh, trying to see if there's anything else in here worthwhile reading so basically um some heinous very heinous uh accusations and uh very heinous quotes and statements were pulled and uh we're gonna get into what we think about this but uh i'll start with you do you think the nba got it right with the one year 10 million dollar suspension uh, or should there have been more of a harsh punishment for something like this? As much as you like to gloat and, and brag about the NBA and how you know they handle shit compared to the NFL, I feel like they got this one wrong. Um, but I will say the caveat to that is the reason why they got it wrong is because unlike what's-his-name that used to be the owner of the Clippers, there was no Sterling. recordings or no actual, yeah. or at, as far as we know, there's no recordings or you know, audio or anything of that nature. It's just word of mouth. Um, but I definitely think you got this wrong. Um, I feel like if <clears throat> giving them only a year suspension and tr- and fining him like $10 million, when you own an NBA team, that's just pocket change. That's just like, oh, okay, well, here's $10 million. You know, they, they give that to the, that's like, that's like a veteran contract right there. That's really nothing to him. Um, so I definitely think they got that wrong. Um, but I do see why they could have got it wrong. Cause it's like, we don't really have any hardcore evidence. If there was like audio where it's like, everyone can hear exactly the comments that he was saying, then he would have been gone yesterday. Um, but I just feel like, because it's a lot of he says, she says, so you can't really like 
the evidence is it's there, but it's like he it's it's not heavy enough for the NBA to try to do something to a harsher punishment. Um, I don't think any of that type of when you own some when you own a big business like that where you uh, employ like hundreds and thousands of people uh, having racial uh, mindsets and stuff like that, you shouldn't really have control of a team. I mean, but at that same time, it's like you're you're an owner. You do the fuck you want to do. Technically, if when you own a team, um, there should be like some some kind of regs, but. Yeah, definitely. The it's man, it's twenty twenty two. People still have racial tendencies. I mean, I know it's not gonna go nowhere, but it's kind of like, damn, like, where the hell do you guys like? Is there like a meeting that you guys go to every fucking week that you know continue this thought process to the T? It's like you obviously he lives in Phoenix. He has to be around a whole bunch of Hispanics and shit. Like you have to like understand people. And that's one thing I never understood about racism. Like, it's one thing to like talk shit about somebody. If you if you've never been around that culture or some shit like that, then how the hell can you really like judge someone? Like a lot of people, especially while we were in the military, would have like that mindset about going to the Middle East. And it was like when we went to the Middle East, it was like a t- like a whole 180 to what the media like pr- promotes and you know all that propaganda like the media shows like cnn and fox and all that it's like actually these people are just average joes like they just want to live their life to the fullest and it's like so you can come back to a mindset like when i came back it was like muslim culture uh people i never really saw anything against them like it wasn't like you know motherfucking somebody from alabama them goddamn terrorists over there like you know it's like they're just so normal people they just their ideologies is just different from than mine so it's just like all right cool like i understood like once you can understand and learn someone's language then you have a you know all that hatred kind of gotta throw it away i mean you can still dislike someone but at least you know you could say like i i took the extra step to understand their culture but you know it's 2022 and we still have this issue i mean it's never gonna go away but to have an owner in the most diverse that's the most interesting part it's the most diverse league like they always promoting like black lives matter hispanic heritage month and all this extra stuff to have to still have owners have racial tensions and shit like that that's a little setbacking for the nba i know people like lebron got pissed off and was like can't have it can't tolerate it but just take it one day at a time. But they definitely got this one wrong. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, actually. Um, I feel like they should have took it to a vote to uh, remove his ownership. I feel like without, <clears throat> even though there was no audio tapes or whatever, like David uh, Sterling or Donald Sterling, um, you still have an owner basically being accused of being racist. Um, they have multiple people saying that he was racist, sexist, abusive, uh, sexually assaulting people in the workplace. I mean, what else do you need, really need? I mean, even if you're going to base it off of the the fact that, you know, he gave a bad look or bad name to the NBA, which shows you, the, you know, the owners don't fall, fall under the same rules as the players. Because, you know, if a player was being accused of something like this, 
swiftness, he'd be gone. But an owner, you know, they're like, oh, well, the owner, you know, he has a different role and stuff. Like, he still can't say shit like this. It doesn't matter if you're a player, owner, or janitor. You know, you have to respect people in the workplace. So I definitely uh, think they went a little bit too easy. Um, if you were just – if you didn't want to remove him as an owner, you should have at least have given him five years of a suspension. I wouldn't have went less than that. Um, that's enough time. And the fine was absolutely – the joke, $10 million is not enough. Maybe $100 million uh, or $10 million per year he's suspended. Something of that nature to really make him like hurt his pockets. I mean, something. Like, you basically just... You, you, you basically just said, oh, yeah, he did that, you know, but uh, he's an owner, so he can do some things that, you know, other people can't do, and uh, so we just told him not to do that anymore, and said you can't be around the team for a year. And I'm going to get into actually what a suspension on an owner actually means. So it says that uh, this is what Saver cannot do for an entire year. Can't be present at any NBA or WNBA team facility, including any office, arena, or practice facility. He cannot attend or participate in any NBA, WNBA event or activity, including games, practice, or business partner activities. He can't represent the Suns or the Mercury in any public or private capacity, have any involvement with business basketball operations, Suns for the Suns or the Mercury, or have any involvement in any uh, capacity with business governance of activities, either the WNBA, NBA, including attending, practicing, and meetings, or either league boards and their associated board committees. Uh, so, I mean... You can't be around the team in any way, shape, or form. Go ahead. Trash. Because basically, like, besides maybe the operations and, like, player decision and shit like that, he probably don't do none of that shit anyway, other than promote the Suns or whatever the WNBA team is. But he doesn't sit there, and he don't be going to the – or most owners don't be at the practice. They don't be motherfucking they, – they're businessmen. They be out doing the other – like, they're probably – out there making deals with whatever business that they have before they bought the team. So um, that's just, like you said, it's just a slap on the wrist. That is, the punish is, is a joke. Even when players cuss out motherfucking fans and shit, they begin like so heavy fines and motherfucking suspensions and shit. This was just a slap on the wrist. This motherfucker must have some major pool or he got some major dirt uh, on the league to where it was just like, yeah, you're not going to touch me. Because it's like, even if you can't, for the league, you can't sit here and say that, oh, it's going to be hard to, you know, kick him out. You know how I many you know I mean? people are waiting for an NFL or NBA team to, to go up for sale? Like, there's so much money out there. And the, the, the heavy top notchers up there of the world, they're looking for an NBA team, NFL team. Because when, like when you have one of those teams, you got a lot of power. Um but yeah, there's no way, and it's in Phoenix. They don't. They went to the finals like two years ago. There would be motherfucking billionaires just gravitating. At, they're just foaming at the mouth just to just to have the opportunity to buy that team. It, it would have been. It would have took less than a day if that shit would have went up for sale. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, they could have easily got a new owner fast in a hurry, and like the NBA, I think does it the same way as the NFL does it. So. 
they just put it to a vote. And I think if majority of the owners say he's gone, then he's gone. So, I mean, it really wasn't. And I think David uh, uh, Sterling can also just remove him uh, unilaterally as well. Um, but if if the pun if the accusations are grievous enough, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and this is why you know LeBron has spoken out, Chris Paul has spoken out, um, and saying you know like or this isn't enough. So I'm curious if the NBA will go back on their word like the NFL did. And be like, hey, we're gonna relook at this. Uh, you know, we gave a punishment, but we're not gonna give you the punishment. We're gonna actually go back and give you a different punishment. Um, that usually doesn't go over well, but uh, the NBA doesn't seem to have a track record of doing that. Um, that seems to be more of an NFL type thing. But I think in this situation, it definitely is on the table. Um, and there's a huge outcry against the punishment, so I definitely could see them reversing and giving something else. Um, I'm just curious to see, like, kind of like they said, the NBA said they reviewed over 80,000 documents, including emails, text messages, uh, and business documentation, uh, and took interviewed over, I think they said 800 staff as well. So I just. Okay. For me, those text messages and and emails, it, it, it depends on how the content it says, because it's like, I'm pretty sure everybody and their mama has a group chat or Instagram page or, you know, a group uh, DM group chat in Instagram or whatever, where, you know, everyone's like joking around Kiki Kiki may say some racial shit, but it's like, it's out of a joke, like not, not even into right context. So some shit like that. Okay. So, but at the same time, it's like, you need to start doing these documentations on your comments about the NFL. The only time that's happened was the Deshaun, and that's because they hired a um, they hired a private investigation to conduct the investigation, and then they hired someone to give out a punishment. Well, basically, that's just like it's just a recommendation. So that when Deshaun Watson got his sixth game suspension, that was just a recommendation. The league and the player. The, the league then has the ultimate say is saying, nah, six games is not enough. Therefore, that's why he got the 11 games. The player has the opportunity to appeal, but then, you know, it can be, be a, it's like, it's just like court. If you defer, if you plead not guilty and you don't take the little, the small punishment, then if you get found guilty when you go actually go to court and whenever it's more severe. So it's the same concept. Gotcha. NFL. Well, I definitely think I would like to see some of the text messages. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, people say some things and it's a joke. Haha. But it's also a pattern of, you know, uh pattern of behavior is the word I was looking for. Where, you know, like if you start seeing someone sending a lot of racist text messages, even if it's in a joke, you know, like you might say that maybe once, you might say something like, oh, okay, that was funny, bro. Ha ha ha. Like but if I'm sending a racist text message three, four times a week, that probably means I might be racist. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's one of those things where like you these like it's not funny after the first time. So I mean, if he was saying sending things like that, I don't know how the league could not say that there's no hard evidence besides you know he said she said whatever. But 
I mean, five different people are saying he was calling people the N-word in public. Mm. Five. Well, I mean, that's that's like you go into your job and your boss and be like, yeah, you know, these motherfucking and uh, be so lazy. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, well, well, we do know someone that did that. And, you know, no, yes, we do. Their punishment wasn't that true. severe, you know? That's true. Joke. But, but, um, it, it's just crazy to me that we still have, like, especially like you're an NBA owner, you're in a, an association that is, majority black like is your players coaches everything staff it's like you probably could say the nba is probably 80 to 90 percent black so and you're talking like that like it's just mind-blowing to me that you know but that just shows you you know this power structure of the united states you know here where you know if you got money it doesn't matter you can do and be whatever you want and it doesn't matter your view even if it's right or wrong you know you just can just skate in there and be it goes back to the boys bro when you when you're in the high society you can literally do whatever you want and they'll flip it to where it's just like okay we're going to take this small punishment and back in the in a year from now no one's going to remember or no one's going to care and we'll they'll be on the next you know the next thing bro y'all y'all gotta recognize like this shit's a system the matrix is real Absolutely, but it's a sad day in the NBA for sure. Um, yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they got this one right. AB Guapo's favorite league got it wrong. <laughs> I don't think they got this oh, one you're right. Talking shit about the NFL, you got it wrong. Yeah, because the NFL does their players dirty. Even LeBron is out there crying. That's how you know yeah. they got it wrong. I mean, the NFL does. But NFL be doing their players dirty. That's why I don't. I don't feel like they, you know, they do right by their players. But that's just my opinion. You know, some people don't have that. Don't have that opinion. But I don't think the NFL does right by the players. It's hard, especially with how, especially how dangerous that sport is. It's hard to give a royal treatment to fifty-two players than it is to fifteen. True, but I mean, that's the most lucrative sport in the U.S. I mean, they make. Hundreds of billions of dollars per year, they got the I mean, money. Trillions of dollars, but it, you know, but it's still it's the principle. It's like we like Joe Schmo. If you you're on the practice squad and you fuck up your shit, then it's like how are you supposed to get royal treatment? Like they got to fill that spot up. Their their whole goal is it's like you know, and like most of the injuries in the NFL because it's a harsher sport. More physical, or the time of recovery is way more longer than it is in the NBA. Like, don't get me wrong, but this is not NBA back in the 80s and 90s. Now, 2020s is super soft. Like, you may get like one, one or two good fouls, and they're technical twos where they're fucking gonna get suspended nowadays. So it's not like how it was back in like Jordan's era or know the early uh, the 90s or whatever where motherfuckers basically getting body slammed fights in the arena and shit it so it's like now it's just like what's the worst what's the worst uh injury in the nba what probably a, a torn achilles torn achilles or acl yeah yeah and then acl you're literally it just 
you're back within a year. So it's like, you're only down for that. Like NFL, it's like, you have a, uh, what is, uh, TJ Watt have a, a ruptured bicep or some shit like that Yeah, where it's going to take you like four or five. It's probably take you like three months. That's like damn near the whole season. Like, like, so it's, there's levels to this. That's why I personally feel in it. I mean, well, I'm biased because I feel like football is the greatest sport ever. So I'm a little biased, but I'm just trying to bring the content and the context to your understanding. It's, it's kind of harder to do that. I mean, no, I, I get that portion of it, man. I really do. But I just don't. I mean, I just feel like especially I guarantee like starters, people who have, have a track history of like being a um, consistent player. You know, I feel like they should just get more guaranteed money. You know, we're starting to see it now, but just with quarterbacks, not with like any other, really any other positions. But that's a different conversation for a different episode. But Phoenix Suns, NBA got that one wrong. I absolutely. For shame, Phoenix, for shame. So hopefully we'll be talking about uh, maybe a different punishment. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, for now. That's where we're at with the NBA. But uh, hopefully the season starts and we can have some positivity as the NBA season is coming very soon. We'll have some preseason here in a couple weeks. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Excited Basketball is not relevant until Christmas Day and after. Let's be real. I mean, for you, you, I watch opening day and, and then some. All the yeah, games well, matter. Okay, All the okay, games okay. matter, but it's just they don't matter in the sense of like no one's but everybody, gonna go. No one wants to see Phoenix Suns versus you know the freaking Sacramento Kings. You know you know who's gonna win that game. Oh, you trying to be disrespectful? <laughs> I'm not trying, trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. What I'm the saying is Portland like, yes, versus the Kings. You you know that okay, you're out of it attic when it comes to basketball so of course you're gonna watch it from the opening from jump to the motherfucking end that's just like someone who's a heavy baseball fan's gonna watch fucking game one to game 181 or whatever the league is but what i'm saying is even in nba analysts spokesmen everybody knows like basketball the first whatever how many games don't really matter like their season, everyone always says in the NBA, season doesn't start until Christmas Day. Everybody, no one says that for the NFL. The only time the NFL, the only time they say that for the NFL is when uh, preseason. They're like, oh, this shit don't matter. It's until start until week one. It really don't matter. So I mean, that's just it's just because of the sheer amount of games that is in the NBA compared and in like the NHL and the MLB compared to the football where there's only 16 or 17. So yeah, every win matters as much way more than every win matters in the NBA. There's also a lot more comp. There's, there's also a lot more jockeying for playoff positions in the NFL than there is in the NBA. There's not that much incentive for winning your division in the NBA than there is in the NFL. There's only six. You, we talked about this yesterday. There's only what six slots for you to make it into six or seven slots to make it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Er, er, conference right. in the NBA, there's ten. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving. I'm saying it matters more in the NFL because there's less playoff spots. 
And winning your division matters a lot more in the NFL than it does in the NBA. You don't really get anything from winning your division in the NBA. Well, you get to put a banner up. Great. It doesn't guarantee you a playoff position unless you're in a tiebreaker. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it matters way more in the NFL. So every game matters, literally. One through 16 matter because exactly. you might go 10 and 6. Then in the next team below, you might go 9 and 7. True. So I, I give you that. I, I give you that. It's because the views have have been aren't what they need to be in the NBA until Christmas Day because Christmas Day there's there were hardly any football games on, but now that the NFL has jumped up to 17 uh, weeks, now you're getting regular season games like in January now. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, basketball is there, but it's still not equivalent to football because football is still going to outweigh every everything during – only like unless you're people pay attention to baseball in October because why it's the World Series or it's the playoffs to the World Series, but everyone's still focusing on football, basketball get regular games or whatever, but they're not going to be like if it's a Monday night game and it's Lakers versus Brooklyn, they're probably not going to be that game's probably not going to be watched that much because it's Monday night football. You know what I'm saying? So. So all I'm trying to say, football's better than everything. I mean, I get what you're saying. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. I let guess. me ask you a question: Do you root for the Steelers more than you root for the Lakers, or do you root for the Lakers more than the Steelers? Hmm. I would say the Steelers, but that's just because they're my actual mm. hometown team. Mm. I mean, if the Lakers. I, I were... just wanted to know. You just wanted to know. <laughs> I mean, if the Lakers were, if I was from Los Angeles, you know, I'd probably be Lakers diehard. I mean, I still am, but I'm just like even more than I am the Steelers. I'm from Pittsburgh. I grew up in the Steel City. So, yeah, they're just, that's my hometown team. Okay. But, hey, I'm just, I, all I asked was a question. You don't got to plead to me anything, bro. I'm not you pleading know, you to you, man. You know, got I'm a just explaining. You know. or no, I don't got no guilty conscience. You know, hey, we want to know. That's all I know. All I know is we want to know, okay? All right. We're about to be 2 or no after we uh, stomp out the Patriots real quick. You know, we off to oh, a yeah, good that's start. That's walking apart. Because we're off to a good start. But, all right, y'all. Well, we uh, only talked about the Phoenix Suns today, so we're going to let y'all go and get into the rest of y'all week. But how are y'all feeling about the Phoenix Suns? Uh, you think the NBA got this one right, wrong? And if they do change it, what do you think would be a fair punishment for the new Phoenix Suns owner? Let us hear what you have to say. But uh, we're going to get out of here and get y'all going. So you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Any last words? Love one another. Hug one another. Because uh, life is too short. You know, it's crazy things happen every day. Every time I'm on Instagram, it's always some stupid ass death that has occurred for nonsense or, you know, some crazy act that could have clearly been avoided. Um, I don't know what's going on in, into this world, but just start showing some love. And uh, as always, educate yourself, um, become a better you. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. And we say deuces. I'm not the one